0: Hello, and welcome to the All Things ADHD podcast from Chad's National Resource Center on ADHD. Hi, I'm your host, Susan Booning, and I'm here today with Dr. Jill Harkavy-Friedman. Jill, would you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure, I'm the Vice President of Research at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And we are essentially a grassroots organization with the mission of saving lives and bringing hope. And we do this through research, education, advocacy, and support for people affected by suicide. We have chapters in all 50 states so that we can help provide the support and also bring suicide prevention to the forefront so that we can save lives and bring hope. I'm here
0: today to talk about suicide prevention and people with ADHD. Jill, what are the warning signs for suicide that parents should watch for in their children?
1: There are some warning signs that somebody may be thinking about taking their life and also that they're in distress. I mean, that's really what we're looking for. So there are some warning signs that may appear immediately before someone is thinking about suicide. But they may have been showing for a long time. But because we're very forgiving, we just chalk it up to, you know, they're having trouble in school, or they did poorly on a test, or they have a teacher, they can't, they can't stand. But when you see that, what's really important is to have a conversations. So some of the things people will say is, this is terrible, I'm never going to get out of this. I'm going to fail everything. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to kill myself. I mean, people may say that and we don't want to dismiss it. We want to follow it further. So they may say that life isn't worth living. You'll be better off without me. I'm just a burden to you. So those are the kinds of things people will say. In terms of what they'll do, they may be more erratic. They may have trouble with sleeping and insomnia in particular is of concern. But they may sleep too little or too much. They may start using substances or use more substances. They may withdraw from activities. They may withdraw socially. Kids may start doing poorly in school, something that's different for them. Recklessness is another one. So a kid who doesn't usually do skateboarding goes to a really challenging skateboarding course and really can't do it. You know, that's what reckless means. It means doing something without worrying about the consequences. So things that kids are doing that really challenge their safety. And then finally, their mood. So depression is one mood, but it's not the only mood. Humiliation is another mood. With kids, irritability can often be one of the moods that's there. And also flatness, like apathy, like they just don't care anymore. So if you see any of those things or really any change in the person, in this case we're talking about kids, where they're different from their usual self, all it takes is a little check-in. What's going on? How you doing? And also if you know something happened, a stressor, to ask how they're doing with that stressor. Can
0: ADHD medication help to prevent suicide? or cause suicidal
1: thoughts? It turns out that stimulants actually are associated with a decrease in suicidal thoughts and behaviors. And whether that's something about the medication or about the improved life of the person, probably functioning better both in their work or school, with their peers, they may be having better personal hygiene habits, although we know that sometimes stimulants can have a rebounding effect and you have to stay hydrated. The other medications don't seem to have that same association with reduced suicide. And a really interesting study showed that actually the rate of suicidal ideation was higher before treatment with stimulants. And again, whether it's the stimulant or the improvements in their life and their functioning and their capacity, And also capacity for problem solving in situations. We don't know if it's the medicine itself or the improvements that come along with it, but there is an association with stimulants and reduced suicidal ideation and behavior.
0: Some children and teens with ADHD have impulsive behaviors. How does this impact suicidal behavior? If impulsivity is an issue, what steps can a parent take to prevent a child from acting on such an impulse?
1: You know, impulsivity and also the inability to inhibit your behavior. So those are two different things, acting on instant, but also not acting when you need to control yourself are two problems that come both with ADHD and also suicide risk, um, particularly for people who have a head trauma. One thing that we wanna do is teach really effective problem solving skills and skills for slowing down. Decision-making skills, because we know that for kids who are thinking of suicide, their decision-making is different. They go for the short-term reward as opposed to, oh, I can get through this and get to the long-term. So you can imagine that if someone is already impulsive, this just increases that risk. So learning how to cope with stress, mindfulness, breathing. Breathing is the most portable strategy. We all do it. Three breaths. In, hold, out, four seconds at each stage, that's 36 seconds, and it turns down the volume on any anxiety or worries. So one is teaching them problem skills, teaching coping skills. Mindfulness is particularly important for people with ADHD because it's the idea of paying attention to who you are, where you are, what you're doing. Those things are really important. But the other big thing, which is not 100% actionable, is Limiting access to lethal means if you're worried about someone. So put those things away, take them out of the house if you can. I'm not going to list them because I don't want to give anybody ideas. We don't usually list methods. But if there's something that's an obvious method that increases the risk for suicide, see if you can take it out of the house. Definitely makes a difference.
0: Where can parents go for additional support for themselves and for their children?
1: Support is so important and you never know where you're going to find it so you may find it in your neighborhood in a group or an organization you may find it through chad if you have experience with supporting the cause of suicide prevention or you've lost someone to suicide or you yourself struggle american foundation for suicide prevention is a great place to get involved because when you're involved in things we do advocacy education support for survivors you get support at the same time. In addition, you know, maybe it's your religious community, maybe it's your school community. Most mental health clinics have groups. And then finally, National Alliance for the Mentally Ill, NAMI, runs groups for family members of people with a variety of mental health conditions. That just means conditions that involve the brain.
0: Is the treatment or approach different for a child with ADHD than for a neurotypical child, one who does not
1: have ADHD? You know, when a person has any health condition, that has to be taken into account to help them develop strategies for coping and managing. And so I would say that if that ADHD poses certain problems, and if you can intervene early to help with both learning and social interactions that becomes part of any other treatment or any other way of experiencing things it's like any sport right if you're a baseball player you are throwing the ball from first to third first to third first to third forever why are you doing that so that when the problem comes up and you have to do it you automatically do it you don't have to think about throwing the ball from first to third it's the same thing with adhd and learning disabilities. You're not going to take them away, so you need to help give strategies for managing them so it becomes second nature. You know, in my own experience, I've noticed that that can last for a little while and then it goes away, so it's really important to revisit the development and use of strategies and not just assume once somebody's got them that they're going to use them forever. So it's different in that sense, but what you really want is for a person with ADHD, to learn how to get where they need to go directly. Because if you don't, they're going to find indirect routes. And the work that they put in to get there is exhausting. And that's something a neurotypical person doesn't have to deal with. So it's all about building strategies. Kids will find strategies, but we want them to have the most effective strategies. The other thing I want to say is for every child, typical, neurotypical or not, perceptual, You must get eye exams and hearing tests to make sure that your uh, child is having optimal perception, because that makes a huge difference in how they are in the world. What are some
0: ways that parents can talk to their children about suicide? What should a parent do when their child says they think their friend is suicidal?
1: Well, as a parent... um, While I didn't have a suicidal child, I did have a child who had suicidal friends. So let's just start first with your own child. The key is to not all of a sudden start to have a relationship with your child, but to try to have that relationship, be accepting and non-judgmental. understand what their world is like. And sometimes that's challenging as a parent. We have the experience and we've probably done half those things. We have the experience and we know what the answer is. But we got there by our experience. So being accepting of our child, letting them have the life experiences to build their knowledge is part of it. So maintaining open communication, channeling your anger in more productive ways are things that you can do to set the groundwork for having a conversation with your child. Then just tell them what you were worried about and let them speak. Non-judgmentally, with compassion and respect, especially for teens. You know, I think respect is important to everybody, but teens are have a hyper awareness of whether they feel respect or not. So start off with, "Hey, I noticed that you haven't gone out with your friends recently. Are you okay?" And then you work your way in. I'm fine, Mom. Really, because it's not like you. Are you just more uncomfortable? Is something bothering you? If you know an event happened, you can ask them, did it have anything to do with what happened at school today? And then say, sometimes when people are feeling that way, this is, this is not a prescription, but you can say, when sometimes when people are feeling that way, they think about taking their life. Have you thought about that? And, and I appreciate your honesty with me. I'm not going to freak out. I know these things happen and and I can be there for you so we can get through it together. There's also a great program, it's not really a program, it's through the Ad Council that AFSP and the Jed Foundation developed, which is called seetheawkward.org. And if you go to that website, it's for teens, mostly 16 to 24, but honestly, my 80-year-old mother loved it too. And I like it. They have videos, they have um, lots of information about how to have that conversation. I think for parents, it's important to go there, first for education, but secondly, to learn what resonates with kids. So most important, don't try to talk them out of it. Try not to be judgmental out loud. They're hurting, they don't know what else to do. Find out what they're thinking. Just listen to them, let them know you care. And then get them to some help, whether that's a mental health professional outside of school or in school. And if you're not the person they're going to talk to, because you know, not every kid talks to their parents. If there's another relative or friend that you know they do talk to, connect them with that person, and don't take it personal. Because the most important thing is that your child have a place to share what they're feeling, so it doesn't well up and take over. So then what should a parent do
0: when their child says that they think that their friend is suicidal?
1: First, thank them for letting you know that they're worried about a friend and let them know that it's so important because we don't want to keep secrets. We want to help that person. If we keep secrets, we can't help them. So then I would ask them, do you know if their parents know? Do you know if the school knows? You know exactly what they're thinking. If the parents don't know, then do they have a good solid relationship with their parents? And most times, contacting the parent is great. Sometimes, for some kids, contacting the parent can be detrimental. So, you don't want to do that in a detrimental situation, but if there's some, if otherwise, please contact the parents, let them know. Tell your child that they are not responsible for what happens, but To, you know, be kind to the person, encourage them to talk to a trusted adult. KYS is slang for kill
0: yourself, and it's often used in social media by teens when giving each other a hard time. Some kids with ADHD get stuck on a topic or they have no filter. What should a parent do when their child receives constructive criticism and the child repeatedly and impulsively says, well, I guess I'll just go kill myself? In other words, how does a parent delineate when a teen is using this talk figuratively versus literally?
1: When a teen is saying anything about killing themselves, it's of concern. Even if they're doing it socially, It's still of concern. And that's something you want to let them know that I care about you. Are you thinking of killing yourself? Because I want you to know that if you are, I'm always here. And it's not not really a joke. It's not really right that these kids are saying this to you. Let's talk about what you hear and how you want to handle their teasing or bullying or inappropriate behavior. If you ever get to a point where you're thinking of killing yourself, I want you to be able to come to me and tell me. So you don't know if one of your friends has lost someone to suicide. So maybe let's not joke about that. Because I want to make sure that you know you can always come to me. And when you say that, I take it seriously. Because I care about you.
0: Of course, a parent will say, you can always talk with me day, night, whatever. But that may be putting the burden on the depressed child. And in that depression, the child may be saying to themselves that my parent doesn't really mean it, that I'm a burden, or my problems are too big, or no one really wants to hear it. And so the child may not reach out to your open invite. How can a parent intervene when they know their child is dealing with depression in a proactive way? rather than shifting the burden of reaching out to their child and saying, you can come to me whenever. What can a parent do if that's the situation
1: they have with their child? We can't all be there 24-7. And even if we could, we might not be the right person. So I think it's really important to keep in mind that if your child is thinking of suicide, they are in terrible pain and their brain isn't working right. It comes out in things like I love my family and my family loves me, but I'm a burden to them and they'll be better off without me. And that's a sure sign that your kid is not thinking right, but it's often what people think and particularly kids. I had the opportunity to talk with a kid who had made a suicide attempt. I was with him and the parents at a conference. And when I said that, he was like, yes, they were. And they were like, what are you talking about? We wouldn't want you dead. We wouldn't want you gone. You're not a burden to us. But, you know, sometimes it is a burden to have a person who has mental health struggles and is thinking of suicide. But that doesn't mean we want them dead. I also joke I broke my foot once and I wasn't allowed to put it on any pressure. I was a huge burden to my husband, but I really don't believe that he wanted me to be dead. And it's that same kind of thinking. Sometimes it is a burden, but that's not doesn't mean that they want you to be gone. So say, you can say, you know, first of all, be proactive. Don't wait for them to tell you because their mind is not in the place to do that. Check in with them, again, compassion and respect, patience and persistence. And if you're not that person, talk to the people who know your child, who can also reach out to them. Build your entourage, which would include family and friends, Also, the pediatrician or primary care doctor, the teacher or the school guidance counselor, and build a network so that they can talk to any one of those people. But make sure that those people know what to do if they do come and talk to them. And that's why suicide prevention programs are so important and having a plan in place. That's why training up primary care doctors and pediatricians is so important. You... First of all, might not be the person, but even if you are, you're probably not the only person. Waiting for them to come to you may not be available to them. They just may not be in that mindset. So check in often, regularly. How are you doing? How are things going? What was something you did in school today that was great? What was something you did in school that really sucked? Reach out to them and don't assume that they're going to reach out to you. Is there anything else
0: you'd like to say to parents
1: you know, having kids is a wonderful and scary thing. When you think your child is not feeling well, it's particularly scary. Many of us fear we don't want to lose our children and we don't want them to have pain. So reach out regularly, get to know your child and your child's friends, keep the conversation open, and check out seestheawkward.org because it's really great for kids. Share it with your kids. It's a really helpful, fun program that helps teens and young adults build the skills maintaining their mental health and suicide prevention. Even if you're afraid, have a conversation. No way the kid is out.
0: Thank you so much. This is so valuable. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the All Things ADHD podcast from Chad's National Resource Center
1: on ADHD.